You are now listening to the Dynasty Rewind. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Dynasty Rewind. I'm your host, Michael Bauer, the best in the business. Once again, back in business. Joined as always by my faithful co-host, Nate Christian. Nate, still looking good, I see. How you doing, Nate? <laughs> still looking good, Mike. How you doing, man? I'm okay. You're not you're not looking as good as me. I'm not. No, I'm very okay. neutral. You look comfier. I'm very comfy. I got joggers on. I got a sweatshirt, a nice soft t-shirt. So. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna get in my comfy clothes after this pod. Yeah, after we're done with this, I'm going to go sit on the couch and read. And I'm going to go over some sleeper rosters. And do you know what I'm going to be looking for? I'm going to be looking for some players that I can stash. Now, listen, there's a caveat. Got a deep league. Got some guys on the waiver wire. You're not in it right now. You're not looking to set a really strong starting lineup. We're talking guys who are rostered in less than 25% of sleeper leagues. There's, again... We're not saying that these guys are going to be your number one in any position. We're looking for some value. Mm-hmm. Can this person develop into a spot starter for you? Maybe a flex play. Do they have some good value that could end up turning into a trade to help you get something better? That's what we're looking for. It's the small moves like this that help you step up your game. Here to help you with that. Again, rostered on less than 25% of all sleeper leagues. Which means... In most of your leagues, these guys are probably going to be in the waivers. Yeah. Or, or if they're not, they're like on a taxi squad, so they're very excessive. You know, the cost for some of these players is literally going to be a couple fab dollars off the waiver wire, might be yeah. a fifth-round pick, a future fifth, maybe just a player swap off of your taxi. Accessible players here. Yeah, I agree. So let's get into it. Nate, who is your first sleeper? My sleeper stash. first sleeper stash is Andre Yoshevich player for our Cincinnati Bengals. He's currently rostered in 24% of sleeper leagues. And look, we've always talked about Charlie Jones on this podcast as the Tyler Boyd replacement, but why have we not been talking about Yoshevis as the T Higgins replacement? Because it really seems like T Higgins is probably not going to be sticking around with the Bengals after this year. He's free agent, likely going somewhere where he can be the wide receiver one somewhere, probably going to get paid pretty big money. I'm off the top of my head. I'm probably expecting 25 million dollars a year or something like that because hey christian kirk got like 20 so i expect t higgins to get like 25 look six foot three 212 pounds yoshevis has the size and he kind of came out of nowhere um you know he's what what team did, was it it was a, it's not a league school princeton thank you princeton yeah princeton sixth round pick you know someone that we talked about on the show on our patreon podcast i believe but hasn't got too much notice even though he's got two touchdowns on the year both in games by the way with t higgins just so we mentioned that um but so far on the year you know he's only got six receptions for 44 yards but the two touchdowns it's not often that rookie wide receiver just ends up having two touchdowns now i know it's been a little bit of a a, a weird season for the Bengals, but yosherish he's got him on the field he scored some touchdowns I love seeing that from any kind of rookie wide receiver, let alone a six-round pick from an Ivy League school with two free agent wide receivers ahead of him going into the offseason. So, Yoshevis, we're talking about these stashes. 
this guy is as good a stash as any because, hey, he's probably on your waiver wire. You know, you're, Charlie Jones might not be on your waiver wire, but Yoshevich probably is. Yeah, that's true. Good point. Um, I like this one a lot. Let's move on to my guy. He's been bouncing around on some rosters. Trey Sermon, only rostered in 14% of sleeper leagues. Look, we've seen what the running back situation is. Okay. And if you're throwing a couple fab bucks out or he's a throw in in a trade, does it really hurt? If your season's almost over, does it hurt rostering Trey Sermon through the summer? I don't think so. No. And, you know, moves like this too, let's say you pick him up for a couple fab dollars, right? Three fab bucks. Okay, I'll throw you on my roster. He gets signed somewhere. Someone's going to see that news. They're going to go check in. They're going to go, I need to get Trey Sermon. They're going to have to get him through you. Fourth round pick. Keep your rosters full so you can make moves like this so you can acquire more draft capital to then move up get better players on your roster. But look, Trey Sermon, he's looked pretty good. Finally getting a chance to play. Finally. Behind Jonathan Taylor and Zach Moss when Zach Moss went out last week. Again, we're recording this early. Um, he's a physical runner. Now he has some NFL experience. Is this his time to finally get a worthwhile roster spot and a shot? I hope so. We know the running back position is very, very tough. So I'll buy low. Stash mm-hmm. player with upside. Need check out who he's valued close to right now. A fourth-round draft pick, Khalif Raymond, Robert Woods, and LaVisca Chanel. LaVisca, baby. <laughs> Who would you rather have? I think I know the answer. <laughs> Give me LaVisca Chanel. No, I mean, Trey Sermon's at least playing somewhere. Yeah. some points. And it's a shame, too, because LaVisca Chanel does have some talent. It's very frustrating. You know, LaVisca Chanel, I think I talked about it on one of the podcasts maybe like a month ago. He was he was up there at the top of the league for, like, yak per reception with his, like, six receptions on the year. I was going to say, he didn't have very many, though. So. <laughs> I don't think he made the cut once I made the minimum, like, 10 targets or something like that. Yeah, I love how whenever they do, they throw stats up on the screen during a football game. It'll say, like, minimum 150 attempts or something like that to weed out the LaVisca Chanel <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. Nate, let's move on to your next stash. All right. Ronnie Bell. So we're talking about another rookie here coming out of Michigan. Ronnie Bell, wide receiver for the 49ers, currently rostered in 20.7% of leagues. Mike, this is a pretty simple reason I want to stash this guy. And it's not the most convincing reason in the world, but maybe he's the next Jawan Jennings. And Okay, I don't, I don't hate that logic. Juwan Jennings has been a decent little wide receiver for the 49ers for the past couple of years. He's a pending free agent, mind you. And over the past couple of years, Juwan Jennings has had 24 receptions for 282 yards this year, 416 yards last year, 265 the year before that. So while, yeah, he's not a top 50 wide receiver or anywhere close to that, there's a couple of weeks where Debo Samuel gets hurt or Brandon Ayuk gets hurt or George Kittle's out, and all of a sudden – Kyle Shanahan's using a guy like this who's versatile because Ronnie Bell can be used on sweeps, on screens. They've, they've, they've talked about that during the preseason. They've got him a couple plays so far this year. He does have a touchdown on the year um, when he was playing at the Giants in week three, two receptions for 24 yards and a touchdown. So Ronnie Bell, kind of the, the next guy up once Jawan Jennings is out of there. So stash him. He's probably on a waiver wire somewhere. You don't need him. He hasn't scored a fancy point in, in five weeks, I'm pretty sure, so he should be pretty easy to pick up. I guess that spells the end of the Danny Gray era. Danny Gray, yeah, did not really work out. So, uh, Ronnie Bell it is. Yeah. Jalen Hurd, too, who's another guy that <laughs> oh. they're high on and he got hurt. So, 
Jalen Hurd. Yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah, those uh, backup San Francisco 49ers just not quite hacking it in the <laughs> NFL, I guess. Um, listen, before we go to break, I do just want to say, don't forget we're doing a free seven-day trial of our Discord. So, again, hop in there, chill with us uh, for seven days. And I do want to just remind you guys, we have another testimonial. This is from my good friend, Chris Palmer. We DM quite often. Chris is a great Chris guy. Great. Said, discovered the Rewinders back in January on YouTube by just searching Dynasty Football Advice. If you're not subbing to our YouTube, by the way, please. Please, follow. please sub. Come on. We're, we're trying to get to 10,000. As if, if we can by the end of the year, we would love to. But we're not sure we're going to make that happen. We need your help. We need your help subscribing to the YouTube. We're almost there. For the record, I think this is coming out in 2024. Well, hopefully you helped us already. Hopefully you did. Um, quickly became a member of their Patreon community. All the Rewinders are super nice and definitely willing to help out with any and all advice. Pork and Mike are two of my favorites. Thank you, Chris. We appreciate you. I definitely love the Rewind After Dark series. That is a, a Patreon-only podcast. Hey. I do. And talking about college prospects to look out for, not just in the upcoming draft, but in the next few years, and not just the big names of the smaller guys that aren't necessarily getting the hype from the main media. I'll give you an example. Jalen Warren was a good one last year. We talked about extensively. Absolutely love the Patreon community and would recommend it to anyone. Chris, thank you. We hope to see you in the Patreon. Hang tight. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Let's get into some more stashes. And I am going to hopefully get back to the right sheet that I need. <laughs> and look, the fact of the matter is I like stashing prospects yeah. you know tight ends that are waiting to break out uh running backs as you can see from what i put together here um i'm gonna stash cole turner rostered in 19 percent of sleeper leagues cole turner is of the washington commander's fame in case anyone's wondering a lot of us especially chev was a fan of cole turner when he was coming out of yeah. nevada thought he was a good project with upside and that's what he's been so far and look at nevada and again, collegiate tight ends are not typically racking up a lot of stats. You just aren't. But back-to-back -back years, over 600 yards. He had 605 in 2020 and 677 in 2021. And, uh, you know, his teammate Logan Thomas, who we all, like some of us here on the Dynasty Round, like mm -hmm. startable, he didn't eclipse over 100 receiving yards in a season until his fourth season in the NFL. Cole Turner's already done that this season, his second in the NFL. Just saying, um, Logan Thomas is a free agent after 2024. He's starting to age out, and the team can actually save $6.5 million by cutting him. So he's so, a bit of money. And then his other uh, competition is John Bates, who's John Bates is a good blocker out of Boise State. He's a good blocker, but then what will happen is they'll do a lot of two tight end sets. They're going to throw it to Cole Turner first. You know who uh, Cole Turner was catching passes from from Nevada? Uh, Carson Steele. Yeah. Carson Strong. Carson Strong. Carson Steele plays for UCLA. Carson Steele, former Philadelphia Eagle. Wouldn't even Carson let him Strong. Carson Strong wouldn't even let him touch the football. <laughs> Rightfully so. Yeah, but no, like they should have had the, him in there in the last preseason game. Like, here, don't get anyone who's going <laughs> to help the team out get hurt. You can go get beat up. <laughs> yeah. Also, Carson Steele is a pretty good running back, too. He's got some crazy hair. How do you acquire Cole Turner? You ask? Also has crazy hair. He does. You do it for a fourth-round pick. Nate, you could probably move Ronnie Bell, Jeremy Ruckert, or Rackham Jarrett for him. 
But realistically, I think he's a throw-in in a trade, a fourth-round pick, or some fat. Mike, there is no way I am moving Jeremy Rucker for Cole Turner because Jeremy Rucker is my next player to talk about. I have a bone to pick with you. You stole him from me the one time you actually fill out the show sheet before me and you took two guys that I wanted to talk about. I had I to pivot. I was not happy about it. The only reason I put him on here is because, believe it or not, their values were a lot closer than I expected them to be on Keep Trade Cut. That surprised me. This is a great stash. This one is my favorite, by the way, of this whole show. Damn. This is BS. Jeremy Ruckert should be rostered in a lot more leagues than he is right now. This guy could be the next Jake Ferguson. Yeah, there's a possibility. Look, I like Jeremy Ruckert a lot. Not the NFL does too. Put them next to each other. <laughs> <laughs> Look, the NFL likes Jeremy Ruckert. He was a third-round pick. He was. But he missed a lot of his rookie season to injury. And then what's happened? What's happened since then? Well, you know, Tyler Conklin's in front of him. I mean, the Jets – Jets offense has obviously not been great this year. Can I do it real um, quick? Hold yeah, on. Go ahead. This is the Jets offense this year. Basically. So, so there's not much going on in the passing game. CJ Ozuma is there. CJ Ozuma is there. On IR. But on IR now. And starting in week 11, Jeremy Ruckert said, Get out of here, CJ. The tight end two role is mine. And since week 11, he has been the tight end two for the Jets. He has seen um, about 40 to 50% of snaps over the last couple of games. He has 16 targets in the last five games. Now, that's about three targets a game. But for the Jets offense, for a player that's rostered in 15.9% of leagues, Mike, of all the stashes we have on this episode – I feel most confident about Jeremy Rucker. Number one, because I think Jeremy Rucker's talented. I like him coming out of Ohio State. He's yeah. been stashed by the Jets now for a rookie season that was had injuries, a sophomore season that you know the offense just has not been good. Jeremy Rucker is a good player. And I think that, you know, with how tight ends are, we can wait for them to break out. Jeremy Rucker might be a third year breakout once that offense looks a little bit better next year. You know, He's got two veterans on that team with him that are going to be phased out at some point. And Jeremy Rucker is the guy that that staff invested in. I'm not sure how long that staff's there. Hopefully they're there another year for Jeremy Rucker. But either way, like I said, third-round pick. Now that doesn't mean he's going to always be good. There's some other third-round picks we've seen that we don't like. But Jeremy Rucker, I, I truly believe that he does have the talent. Unfortunately, it's been a tough situation the last two years. But even if he doesn't show up, Based on his profile and what he's been doing over the past five games, you got to go pick this guy from your waiver wire. You got to go send a fifth round pick to someone's taxi squad for them to give away some tight end that they think has that no chance to even score fantasy points anytime soon. Because I believe that Jeremy Ruckert of of all the players in this this podcast episode here has the best chance of being relevant in the next year. Nate, I only have one share. Well, is is he available on the waiver in some of your leagues? Only one. No. Uh, yeah. Um, I have a bunch of tight ends in that league, but I think I'm going to do it anyway. Let's make room for more. Well, you know, think about it. There was a time this year, and this is why, you know, these guys are important. I have Dallas Goddard and Pat Fryermuth in that league. Yep. You thought you had it together. Yeah. And I, because, you know, it's like, all right, great. I got one of my good wide receivers out. I could flex Goddard or Fryermuth. And Fryermuth is coming back around, as is Goddard as well. Um, unfortunately, the, Eagles offense hasn't looked good 
as a whole as of late. But mm-hmm. uh, there, yeah, putting in a, a claim right now. My roster is full. I found another one. Um, let's see. Should I drop Sky Moore and pick up Jeremy Ruckert? Oh, I don't know about that one, Mike, unless you got a really nice tight end premium. I mean, this this is where we're at right now. Well, Put Sky Moore in your IR, right? Um, or do you have not have any IR spots left? Uh, let me see. Because it's we've been talking about it the last couple of weeks. You know, a lot of my teams, all my IR spots are already full, and they I keep having more players go on IR. Yeah, that's um. Let's see. Yeah, I got room on my IR. I got plenty of room, so I could do that and I can make that move. I'm gonna get Yeah, be like Mike. Go pick up Jeremy Record. Yeah, but um, Mike, you talked about a tight end. I talked about a tight end. Oh, Bob's going to love this. You got another tight end to talk about. I do. I could have done a whole show on tight ends for the record. <laughs> They're the easiest ones to stash, let's be honest, because a lot of people don't think about the tight end position. Yeah. And, you know, they say tight ends don't matter. And my response to that is then don't start one. If they don't matter. Don't start one. Take the zero because you're so good at scouting every other position. You don't need one. Right. Or you could just be like me and scout or on stash a lot of Will Mallory. By the way, Davis Allen was a guy I wanted to stash. He's rusting thirty percent sleeper league. He scored uh, double digit points two weeks ago. He did, and I liked him. I believe I was probably the highest on him uh, when he came out. I can tell you that right now. If you want, uh, I'm sure you were. I know I was probably the lowest. I know you and Bob liked him. Bob was the highest. He had a 6.25 grade on him. I had a 5.68. You had a 4.79. Um, I Quite thought I was highest. But it looks like uh, Bob and I, kindred spirits in Davis Allen love. But that being said, what I like about Will Mallory is this. I decided to bring up my scouting card from last year to tell you why I liked him. I called him the poor man's Dalton Kincaid. That was my comp for him. Discount right. Dalton Kincaid. Um, he's a wide receiver playing tight end. He has versatility, speed, and hands to be a factor in the NFL. I don't think he's going to be a huge game breaker necessarily, but I think he'll be a solid position tight end. And at Miami, the U, not the one in Ohio, uh, he had a five-year career, 115 catches, 1,548 yards, and 14 touchdowns. But I do think he was severely limited by a Miami's gross offense. Yeah. So, um, but back to the show, he was my tight end seven coming out that year. And so this is odd. He's the fourth tight end on their depth chart. He's behind Kylan Granson, Andrew Ogletree, and Mo Cox, third on the team for tight ends in receiving Granson has 270. Will Mallory has 141. Mo Cox also has 141. Uh, but I think Mallory has more catches if I remember correctly. Okay. Ogletree has 147. So, you know, the fact of the matter is, he could be moving on up here. He's essentially free. He has yeah. no ranking on keep trade cut. That's a wild, man. Come on. Come I mean, on, keep trade cut. Put some respect to Will Mallory's name. If you really wanted him, you could throw a fifth round pe- a pick, a throw in pick, a fourth if that's your latest round pick. I know some leagues only draft to the fourth. He could be a fab guy, honestly. Or, or he, you know what? He will be free in certain spots after this next rookie draft because he'll be a guy that people are are unloading from the roster for sure so and i think uh, mike i think with a lot of these guys you know technically they're valued at like a fifth round pick or something like that but i would much rather just have one of these guys be your throwing player rather than giving away a draft pick for them because i i still like fifth round picks and let's be honest we can we're going to draft similar players to these guys yeah for sure so I, i like these guys but 
rather than giving up a straight fifth round pick for one of these guys, I'd much rather just try to throw them into a deal. I doubt that anyone who's trying to get a deal done is going to make a fuss about you throwing Will Mallory into the deal. I have a question about a stash, and then we'll get out of here. I have right. graded the highest out of the three people that graded him. Talking about third round tight ends, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're good. Cameron Latu, he's the yep. backup. He, he flashed through my mind as I was talking about Jeremy Ruckert and being a third round pick. He's Shanahan's guy. I'm just saying, he didn't. Shanahan didn't draft Kittle, so I, I like. I actually kind of like Cameron Latu coming out of Alabama. I just did oh, not think he was a third round pick. Yeah, I didn't either. I had him graded a little bit lower than that as far as where he'd get drafted. I think yeah. that I would have put him at a fourth round pick. Uh, 6.04. I think I had him even lower than that. He's a third round pick. Never mind as I'm putting my foot oh, But I think, you. Look, 21% rostered on sleeper. He is the direct backup to Kittle when he's healthy again. Um, Kittle's had injuries in the past. He's been good the last year or so. He's, he's not the direct backup, though, because he hasn't played a single snap this entire year, Mike. I said when he's healthy. He's on IR. I mean, fair, but yeah, he's out there. I, I, I don't put put some respect on Ross Dwelly's name. No, that's like asking me to put respect on Ross Tucker's name. Not gonna happen. <laughs> don't like the Rosses, huh? Eh, there's some that are out there that are okay. Um, but that's it. Those are some stashes for you guys. I would stash Cameron Latu. Just throwing it out there. If I get him as throwing a trade, Nate, would you? Yes, no, maybe. Probably not. Cause no, you don't probably not. You're no fun. Okay. What's well, okay to be wrong? Um, <laughs> but you can't go wrong again yeah. by that free seven day trial for our Patreon. Hope to see you there, everybody. Till next time for Nate. I'm Mike. See you later. Thinking about which rookies to target in your fantasy football draft? Look no further than the NFL Mock Draft Database. We are your home for all things NFL Mock Drafts by sourcing experts and analysts from all over the internet. NFL Mock Draft Database also offers users an ever-changing consensus player rankings to keep you informed on the incoming draft class as you build your dynasty team. Think you have what it takes to be a GM in the NFL? Give our free NFL Mock Draft Simulator a spin, which offers many features such as pick trading, historical draft years, and more. Join us at www.nflmockdraftdatabase.com or follow us on X at underscore mock drafts. All right, everyone, that is going to do it for us this week. But if you're headed to a game, make sure you check out SeatGeek.com. It's your one-stop shop for all things live events. It offers the best price available. Use the promo code DYNASTYREWIND. You'll get $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Don't forget, if you want to play some best ball, head on over to Underdog. It's the easiest buy-in in fantasy football. And it's not having to worry about setting your lineups, man. That's what it's all about. So, again, underdog.com. Use the promo code REWIND. A 100% match on your first deposit up to $100. Visit our store over at payhip.com forward slash dynasty rewind. That's where you find our roster reviews. That's where you find all of our manuals and everything like that. Head on over there now. Grab some merch at spreadshop.com. Link is down below. And we want to see you in our community. And that is patreon.com forward slash dynasty rewind. But... Until next time, everybody, for my faithful co-hosts, Chev Nooney and Nate Christian, I'm your host, Michael Bauer. Be kind, please rewind. Thank you for listening.